0: Welcome to the Rise Inside podcast, hosted by Justin Starbird and powered by Rise Robotics. Listen as host Justin talks to experts from the Rise team about topics relating to mechanical engineering, industrial design, commercialization, and innovation. True collaborations work when ideas are integrated at inception to solve significant problems. Rise Inside brings together how the team continues to work with great folks to commercialize ideas. You're listening to the Rise Inside Podcast. Here's your host, Justin Starbert. Welcome back to the Rise Inside Podcast. My name is Justin Starbert, and today we are continuing our Inside Rise uh, spotlight on the folks that make you know the mission of Rise so important and, and actually come to life. And so today, I'm honored to welcome Hector uh, Cezuras to our systems engineer here at Rise um to the podcast uh Hector thanks for joining me today
1: yeah it's happy to be here um this is a, a cool series we've got going on and uh wanted to see what it would be like to join it
0: yeah man well I'm thrilled I just butchered your name I'm sorry about that but I uh <laughs> I my my tongue doesn't roll quite the way it used to that's all right well uh it is a cool thing going on we have right now with uh the inside rise uh spotlight series on our employees and you know i'm really excited to hear about your story um and and you know tell me a little bit about you know what is rise who is rise to you
1: sure um so yeah whenever i i guess i think about rise or like try to explain it to other people um I, i definitely talk about like You know, it's definitely a a group of people who, you know, are like uh, trying to work towards uh, maybe uh, adding to a really like established industry, um, specifically like hydraulics. Uh, So, you know, we're trying to, you know, balance uh, dealing with, uh, you know, really established uh, technology and trying to bring in, you know, more modern uh, technology, you know, electrification specifically, right? Um, so it's just, everybody has their part and, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm just a small part of it.
0: Yeah, well, you are a systems engineer. What what does that mean um, for those that, uh, you know, are, are looking at rise from the outside?
1: Sure. Um, so I think, uh, systems engineer was kind of landed on because uh, maybe the uh, tasks that uh, I'm usually assigned with are like really broad in terms of like subject matter. Um, you know, it's it's uh, started out with a lot of uh, creating uh, test uh, apparatuses, uh, the, specifically more the electrical side, but also, you know, dabbling in like the mechanical side with SOLIDWORKS and uh, machining stuff but then it moved on to, you know, more harness design, which is kind of like a weird space in between electrical and mechanical. Um, And then uh, most recently the systems engineer uh, title has been under the testing group. uh, And, you know, I'm just, I just go where I'm needed and, you know, whether it needs to be like designing a circuit board or, you know, machining something or getting something, uh, you know, uh, 3d printed or you know sure. anything we need to do to verify you know claims or like test uh, test our claims and uh that's kind of where i'm at right now
0: yeah well i mean testing claims is a really important part of this because we get asked that question all the time
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean it's uh important for you know especially like i said these established industries to see proof of uh what we're doing uh because you know as, naturally, they're going to be skeptical about it. So if we can show them the numbers and how we got those numbers, uh, they're more likely to, you know, move on with the partnership.
0: Yeah, you know, certainly disrupting an industry, um, you know, takes proof. Uh, It's really neat to see that you know that you're out there uh, performing those and being part of the deliverables. Um, does that make you feel really? I mean, how does it make you feel coming to work every day? You know, seeing the results of. Uh, I mean, really, that the you know what you're pr- helping prove out is turning into partnerships. What is that like to go home at night? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it's great to um, have a deeper understanding of our technology, but like through a tangible sense, uh, because. Uh, Uh, me and the team are like working on uh, ways to prove uh, our claims so we have to really get deep into um, the theory of our uh, tech and be able to say hey here's our methodology and when i come home i'm like uh you know thinking to myself ah uh here's like a really uh you know tangible and like noticeable uh effect that i'm having on rise and uh that's a I feel like that's, you know, unique to the startup space and it, you know, feels good to uh, see your work uh, have such a, you know, potent effect, especially when you're comparing something to like a larger company where you might feel more like a cog.
0: Yeah. I mean, literally your, your fingerprints are on an industry now, right? I mean, like, you know, what we're doing today could have ripple effects, uh, you know, all over the place. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, stuff
1: gets posted all the time on our website and in, uh, you know, public or, uh, you know, news stories where, and I'm pointing, you know, telling my friends, ah, I worked on that, like wire harness right there or something like that. And it feels really, um, a lot of, a lot of pride in the work for sure.
0: That's cool. Well, what led you to rise? Tell, Tell me a little bit about, you know, what you did beforehand, um, you know, before, before you joined the team, before you under, you knew the mission.
1: Sure. Um, yeah, so RISE was my first job out of college, but uh, it was my second co-op. So uh, the first one was also like a really small company. Um, it was called CNC Parts Department, and they basically uh, had us, you know, working on CNC routers of like the industrial size variety. So that was a good introduction for me. And, and the, I also like kind of learned from that experience that like a small team, um was a really important you know factor for me so uh, when I saw the opportunity here at Rise for a co-op I was definitely like excited about it right after school um, yeah and
0: so where would you go to school?
1: I went to school at wentworth Institute of Technology yeah okay, um, great. yeah so they they pushed that you know co-op uh, experience really hard so uh, you know the co-op uh, you know, office was like ah rise is looking for people and I'm like, sure why not and so I came here I saw the the garage and I was like this is this is like really cool like uh, fundamental stuff that they're doing um and I'd like to be part of it from like the ground up so that's kind of why I've sticked around and also you know startups definitely attract a more like uh like I think I think like a more like ambitious group of people and I think it's fun to be around that especially in a town like Boston you know Mm -hmm. you you couple those two together and you have like a really um a great group of like employees and like peers who, you know, are really dedicated to, uh, getting things to work. And I think that's an, (laughs) it feels, it feels really like a, like a team.
0: Yeah. So you, you mentioned, you know, of course, rise, we're in Boston. You know, what are some of the things that you do when you, when you leave work?
1: Sure. Um, yeah. So if it's, uh, You know, good weather, you know, sometimes uh, go to the beach with some friends or like try to do all the things that Massachusetts has to offer. Like just last week, went to the Renaissance Fair for the first time, you know, stuff like that, Uh, like going out to, uh, you know, the woods. You know, that's part. That's another reason I came out here was because I I really like that kind of environment. And uh, but, you know, a lot of it is just, you know, uh, trying to get some good downtime, you know, getting catching up with shows, movies, with you know, friends and family and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, also big cooking guy, a lot of, a lot of that at home doing a lot of like little experiments here and there. So what,
0: um, do you, what, what, uh, what do you like to cook?
1: Um, you know, it really depends on, um, like my mood. Uh, but you know, the three, the I said like the three main things that I kind of focus on is it's easy to make in terms of like effort. Uh, it's like, cheap and it's you know relatively good for you so like that kind of gives me enough of a pathway to like you know while i'm like browsing a, like a store to like you know throw stuff in the cart and see if it works and you know lately you know it could be like a bruschetta or something like that or even like uh last night i was uh i was making like you know two trying trying to make like the best like tuna melts i can so you know it's like an iterative process you know it's like it is you know, yeah, you mess up one day and you're like, all right, well, that was my lesson learned. So then you add your change, another ingredient, and you know, uh, sometimes I'll go like a whole week eating the same thing, but slightly different just to get like the perfect thing. And then I'll write down that perfect recipe, you know, at the end. So that there I can you have go. like,
0: yeah Uh, well i mean we are in boston so uh i mean there's the show uh, you know uh, the the tuna show right i mean so um we we get it coming right off the boat Uh, so you can have you can have your albacore and and the canned tuna or you can have you know your your bluefin that you pick up and and then there is one sandwich i absolutely love um and it isn't a tuna melt in the traditional sense, but it is, you know, uh, a, a tuna steak, you know, very, very rarely done um, with uh, a, a, like a wasabi mayonnaise and, you know, a like Havarti cheese and a slaw. And I'll tell you what, you put that on a on a really good bun. And man, I'll eat that every day of the week. That does sound
1: good. Yeah. Like, I think like the closer you are to like that restaurant, you know, style, like flavor that you you expect. If you can make that at home, that to me is like a, like a huge success.
0: Yeah, totally. I, I concur with you wholeheartedly that's a lot of fun though and you know i mean uh and that's something that you get to share in this team environment uh with rise right i mean you come in and you're like like you're saying you know every day you have the same thing and so now you've got like your friends checking in like well what is it today
1: (laughs) yeah oh yeah definitely you know at one one point i was uh uh i was i was making food for for (laughs) for some employees here and they were like you know paying me money and stuff like that and so that, that was fun to do but that's a lot that's a lot of work to make food for two different people every day <laughs> so that's Hector's- why I kind of that, but you know it was it was good to share the food it really like forced me to be confident about my food you know because I was like yep. actually sharing it and I couldn't like mess up too much
0: <laughs> you got like Hector's food truck coming in each day
1: but yeah that's that's what we joke about <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome well uh, was it that uh, did you see that sort of thing in rise when you first like joined was that like oh man i see the team or was it that you saw the vision or was it this hey i was at the co-op office and and that was the, the you know the advisor was like you should check them out
1: yeah so um after after i had come into interview um and like you know learn a little bit more about rise at at the time this was uh, February, 2020. Uh, so, uh, it was like nine people. So, you know, I, I just knew, I was like, Oh, I'm really going to have to like get to know everybody and like really like work with everybody and wear a ton of hats. And uh, that, that's definitely how it ended up going. Um, so it was kind of like, uh, a really, uh, like intense learning period too, because, you know, everybody uh, needs needed help with, uh, with everything else at the time. Um, and now that we're growing, it's cool to see, uh, you know, things get more specialized departments get created to focus on, you know, a more specific things like, like the testing department, which I, I would say is our, uh, most recent, uh, you know, department to be created. Um, cause we, we finally like, you know, kind of realized that, oh, we, we need to be able to back up these claims and we need to be able to, um, uh, more easily justify our iterations in our design. Mm -hmm. It's not just about, you know, backing up claims. I would say actually most of the work for testing is uh, learning about our designs and uh, seeing, you know, whether they perform the way we've intended them to perform in the real world.
0: Mm -hmm. So how do you, what is a day in the life look like as you're going through that like if if i'm gonna say all right you know hector and you wear a bunch of different hats you're in a bunch of different places each day to to help out and and being one of the single digit employees of rise i mean you have seen it now grow threefold and um you know i'm sure your experience has leaned on heavily often but you know what is the what is a day in 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 a life at rise look like for you
1: sure um So it's usually, uh, like first thing is, uh, kind of like planning out the day, you know, it's, it's a, since things can change so quickly, it's actually quite imperative to, um, kind of plan your day. Like even, even if you think like the day before, you know what you're doing, things can change so quickly that, you know, it's like, ah, we have to shift gears to prioritize other things. But like once, once that's out of the way, um, it could be something like, oh, uh, like a se- assemble you know uh like a a thermistor kit to be able to measure you know like a temperature sensor kit to measure our electronics under load right and then mm-hmm. get that data process that data and kind of publish it internally to uh then uh kind of figure out what's going on with our system and see if it needs uh any attention um or or if uh something goes wrong um and we're more like reactive to it we kind of disassemble our cylinder you know look at it see what see what's wrong with it and kind of make a findings report with that uh and and then kind of push that down the pipeline to our design engineers and see uh make recommendations see what they think about it and uh kind of repeat that process until we have uh something that uh, meets our uh, product requirements
0: Yep so what are where do you see some obstacles currently um, or you know uh, not just in the in the day to day but you know where areas where you're you're working to overcome
1: um, let's see some obstacles uh, so definitely um, I would say like at a higher level um, task prioritization has uh, been very uh, like contentious, I would say, because uh, there's so many fires to put out um, because, you know, we're trying to meet deadlines and we're trying to develop this like brand new technology. It's only natural that, you know, uh, everybody's getting cold in several different directions. Right. And so um, being able to kind of have a team that has the foresight to know what direction is going to be most effective for creating a product that comes out on time, Mm-hmm. Um, that meets all the requirements is to, definitely uh, w- one of the more like uh, like straining parts of of the job, um, and you know maybe one might be surprised to hear that it's uh, like especially in engineering work that you know ah it's it's really it could be like pretty straightforward because you know what you need to do and you know you just need to meet these requirements so get to work on those requirements but um, once you start bringing like you know, like the human factor into it, you know, for example, like dealing with suppliers and dealing with, um, you know, vendors and, uh, you know, people who, you know, we rely on outside of the company, you know, it's, it starts getting a little hairy and we start having to like follow up with people and like trying to, you know, you know, advocate for ourselves basically at, at all points. Um, mm-hmm. cause if you don't, you know, you're your you know cnc part that you send out is not going to be you know to the standards that you want because you know obviously everybody's trying to you know finish uh their jobs as quickly as possible so that they can you know make money and uh whatnot but uh here we have a really like stringent standards for for our work and so that kind of um comes into play when we're like discussing with third parties um so i would say that's definitely uh are like biggest hurdles like on a, in a, like a general sense um but um other than other than that you know definitely could always use more people <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's uh yeah. definitely uh like a lot of projects seem to be coming down the pipeline and you know it's it's tough to you know balance uh, you know how many people you need at once so that you know there we don't have too many people who are just whittling their thumbs and you know costing you know basically uh, the company, it's precious resources and also uh, balancing having enough people to where, you know, you're not overworking everybody and you're getting things done in time and correctly.
0: Well, I, that's also an area of opportunity, right? And my next question is going to be, you know, where do you see the biggest opportunities coming? And it's, uh, I, yeah, good.
1: Sure. Uh, so uh, it looks like. Um, pretty pretty much the uh mandates uh that you know s- certain you know governments like you know California is like the one first one that comes to mind uh mandates about you know electrifying uh heavy machinery um you know are go- are literally going to force people to have to change their uh their technology and like their their tools that they work with on a day-to-day basis and you know there's definitely um a bit of a vacuum in terms of like what's um equivalent to current like heavy hydraulics um and uh that you know people just need to go somewhere because otherwise they're going to get fined heavily or they won't be able to like operate and so we're you know rushing to meet that uh to meet uh that vacuum when the time comes where everybody needs to um you know switch over um so uh, I, th- I think the timing is like fantastic right now. Um, I think we, we started like just early enough to be able to uh, get ahead of that. Um, and, you know, with with the uh, Anthony Lift project coming out, uh, our, our first product, um, we're going to be able to show people like, oh, this is like a piece of technology from Rise that's like out in the real world. Um, therefore, you know, We now have a track record, and we have been able to prove that um, that you can partner with us, and uh, you'll be in good hands. And you know, it's it's, it's a lucrative partnership.
0: Yeah, it's a, a great. It's a it's a really neat opportunity to showcase all the hard work that you've done, the team has done, and you know, have it go out the door, and people be really excited about it. Absolutely. Well, cool, man. Um, you know, what makes you most excited today about getting out of bed and coming into work?
1: Yeah. Um, I think trying to, uh, you know, get our, you know, technical goals done, but with, you know, the people that work here is always like an interesting and fun experience because, you know, everybody's here for similar reasons. And, uh, You know, it's great to know that uh, what working towards a goal is uh, like met with the same um, like priority and, you know, intensity as, as you know, every, everybody shares that kind of sentiment. So, um, you know, coming, tackling like problems, like problem solving uh, certain like issues um, feels good when you know you have like a team to back you up.
0: That's cool, man. Well, I'm really thankful to have had the opportunity to to talk to you today and, you know, learn a little bit more about, you know, what makes you tick.
1: Yeah, thanks for doing this interview. This is, uh, this is a cool thing we're doing.
0: Yeah, I, it's uh, the Inside Rise series here on the Rise Inside podcast. You know, sometimes I get my tongues twisted up talking about all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, all good, man. Hey, Hector, thank you for joining me today. Uh, for those of you at home, you've been listening to the Rise Inside podcast. Until next time. You have been listening to the Rise Inside podcast, presented by Rise Robotics. On behalf of our guest today and host Justin Starbird, thank you for listening. Please share your feedback on our LinkedIn page.